0: Decided to go to two different films and review them together.
1: Yeah. Uh, Because neither of us wanted to see the others. Yeah, (laughs) I think I won in
0: this deal, though. I saw saw Love and Friendship, which is based on the Jane Austen novella.
1: And I saw Ninja Turtles, part two. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the shadows.
0: I wonder why
1: you saw that. Well, it was one of those things that... I really didn't hate the first one that came out. Two I years didn't either, ago. by the way. Yeah, you didn't, and you don't even like Ninja Turtles. Well,
0: it's not that I don't like Ninja Turtles. I didn't grow up with them. I was already like in my twenties or yeah. like or in college or something when they came out,
1: and I was like four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like literally there—the fucking target audience right. for Ninja Turtles. And I grew up with them. I had all the toys, and yeah. I loved the original at movies as a kid the first right. one holds up the other two are garbage but I do and I, I you know I'm not some like Ninja Turtles fucking geek from you know one of those like guys that are well into their 20s right. and like are like yelling Kawabanga, but I do wanna see it. i like and I wanted to see they kinda of sucked me in because they had two big characters from the cartoons and the action figures called Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. And one's a giant rhinoceros and the other's a giant warthog, and they both dressed like eighties punks. And they kinda of kept that, cool. that image to true to them too and i was like oh b and rocksteady oh and crane oh that's just like the <laughs> cartoons and the fucking video games and all that shit man i love that shit so i'm like I'm, i gotta i gotta go see it i'm gonna go see it in theaters I, I luckily i had like a free pass for amc so i didn't pay for it that's good but i have to say this movie was shit it was Aww. a shit experience yeah very very much a bummer
0: well let me uh, tell you what i saw and we'll go back and forth here yeah sure I Saw Love and Friendship. It's based on a, a little-known Jane Austen novella called Lady Susan. It stars Kate Beckinsale, Chloe Sevigny, um, and it was directed and written by Witt Stillman, uh, who is the guy who did uh, The Last Days of Disco and Metropolitan, if oh. you remember, Yeah, yeah from the, last the 90s, days of disco, sure. and kind of made both of their careers. He mm. was there, two of his stars from both of those films, and... I hated those films, and so when I heard he was doing this, I'm a big Jane Austen fan. Yeah, you are. It got really big. It did really high scores critically, and I heard about it, and um, also Xavier Samuel, who is plays Riley in the Twilight Eclipse movies, what? and he was also in Fury, uh, is in it, and uh, so folks who like those movies will like this, but if, as an Austen fan, I was really excited. As a wit Stillman sort of like, ugh. He's kind of like the... He's like one of those, you know, Gen Xers who started, like, the early days of hipsterism. The oh, Metropolitan and yeah, yeah. Last Days of Disco are, to me, really obnoxious movies. Oh, cool. So, uh, the film... This film, I have to say, was pretty good. It yeah. wasn't brilliant, like everyone sort of was saying, but it's pretty good. So pretty good. Uh,
1: Entertaining? You left feeling okay, or you left, like, meh?
0: I left sort of saying... Hmm. And I'll elaborate that in a minute after you talk more about turtles,
1: man. I I don't know what else to really say. I mean, again, it's a super CGI heavy movie, like to a point where it feels like you're just watching a really expensive cartoon. Really? Like, there's no uh, practical effects or costuming that I could see. Yeah, and we hate
0: that now that there's no practical effects. I kind of hate it. Well, especially yeah. with
1: Michael Bay where he's just like, no, everything will be CGI. So yeah. it's just a really expensive cartoon. Boo. And again with the turtles, man, like in the in the original movies, they're all around the same height and the same mm-hmm. size, but they really tried to vamp it up to give them each their own, you know, personal distinctive Traits, personalities, whatever the fuck, but like they're supposed to be stealthy ninjas, and Raphael (laughs) looks like he's like seven foot tall and four hundred pounds. You know what I mean? And that I felt that way about the last movie, but it's still true to this movie. And the only one that really looks like a ninja turtle is Leonardo. Everybody else kind of looks like a fucking weird mutant, like not really like a mutant Mm. turtle, just sort of like a giant green monster.
0: No, that's over
1: accessorized, and they all have this like. Gear and sunglasses and Donatello since he's the brains has the fucking like you know go- night vision goggles and like he has a Super Nintendo controller on his arm and mm-hmm. a big backpack with that almost looks like a Ghostbusters pack and and his bow his bow staff, which is what he uses, right? Is basically like a giant stun baton. So there's like so much oh. stuff like that where it's like, just give him a bow staff. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like old with my ninja turtles. No,
0: I mean I think it's we've talked about this a lot. It's like when films like try to take They're doing too they much re- redo a franchise that was successful, redo the origin stories, redo the the elements that fans adapted and loved, and they always look, now we're going to upgrade it. Like, no,
1: we like it the way it is. Well, it's an upgrade that's just really like sort of convoluted upgrade, like Mm -hmm. just because they're covered in puka shells and (laughs) weird shit like that doesn't make it better yeah makes it harder to watch and difficult and the other thing that was really disappointing was it's you know almost a two hour movie and this sounds like a weird a small gripe but there's no actual like use of their signature weapons that's a big gripe it's a huge gripe Right. Like it sounds small, but no. there's a lot of jumping out of buildings and airplanes, but I just want to see Michelangelo use his nunchucks. Yeah, like, yeah, that's you
0: know, I even know that. That's like his thing. It's a simple
1: thing and like cuz at the very end when they fight Krang it was a big part of the cartoon mm-hmm. and the comic or not so much the comics I don't think, but the, the video games. Like I see them they all take out their weapons in it like as in that moment I'm like, "Oh yeah, they haven't like used their weapons." Right. They've just been like and then they're in the fucking like uh, the vents of uh, police department and I'm like you can't fit through there you're a fucking 500 pound turtle like you're huge Aww. Like there's a lot of stuff and then the bebop and rock steady thing was really corny and then they recast Casey Jones to be some pretty boy like the guy who oh, played Oh he plays him,
0: the guy from Arrow right? Yeah he
1: sucked horrible horrible for Casey Jones no style he's like hey I grew up in New York I know these streets
0: <laughs> like what? I know you didn't.
1: Uh, and like the guy guy who played him in the original movie was Elias Cot- Cotius, and that's a it, it might sound like a name you don't know but he's the dude that played the shrink in Sopranos and, oh yeah and he's been in a lot of shit oh like, that
0: guy yeah and,
1: and Casey Jones he's super young and he looks like a sort of rugged New Yorker that sort of like oh, yeah. takes the law into his own hands where this you mean Casey he plays Jones,
0: her shrink
1: right I don't know Malfi's p- shrink I know who you're talking about no he plays the like he plays the sobriety shrink that Michael has. Oh, that with. guy. Yeah, that guy.
0: Oh, he, that guy's a total I've seen him a million yeah, times. Yeah, he's awesome
1: and he's a total like Italian New Yorker yeah. and in that movie he's like way younger and he has like the longer hair and he has like a rugged look right? and he looks like the guy that takes the law into his own hands because that's what Casey Jones right. is when the turtles meet him in the comics and in the cartoon. Whereas this the Casey Jones is literally like a, a cop like who's gets canned from the thing because he lets shredder getaway no. and so he's just like a, he likes to play hockey and he has hockey gear in his in his car Boo. and he goes around with a hockey stick trying to chase down bad guy and he's like hey guy, whoa who are these giant green guys and they're supposed to be like witty banter the dialogue is horrible super bad like yeah just a bad movie man it always
0: comes back to writing and i have to say so from a writing perspective love and friendship it it's it it should have been the pacing's pretty slow and that was my biggest issue with the film it's kind of slow which is the way this guy directs like Metropolitan and Last Days of Disco are really kind of pretentious Fly on the wall movies about yeah. a time period. And Metropolitan was about like a bunch of Upper East Side New Yorkers in the early 90s that are really obnoxious. Kind of like, remember the preppy murderer, Robert Chambers, who killed the girl in the park?
1: In real life?
0: Yeah. It's sort of like the life. No. It's it, nothing to do with him, but it's kind of like that group of obnoxious, rich Upper East Siders. Yeah. And so, and his dialogue tends to be really sort of. Like, he must have loved John Cassavetes' films, because it's very fly on the wall, very sort of slow. And this is also slow, but he has the benefit of the Austin-era tongue to make it a little bit more lively. Okay. The performances are good. There's a lot of vet actors in it, like Stephen Fry, actor, director Stephen Fry. Yeah, sure. Um, And then... Um, well
1: what Kate Beckinsale's like the comic relief in it or something? Kate or?
0: it's it's funny, but it's it's she plays uh, Lady Susan who is a Lazy Susan? W- Lady Susan.
1: Lazy Susan who
0: is a widow. And she has been left with no money. She has a young adult daughter who she's essentially trying to, she's, it's a little dangerous liaisons. You know, she's trying to Mm -hmm. like work deals to get herself married and her daughter married because they go from, they're visitors. They don't have a place to live. They go from like one relation to the other. And she's kind of notorious and known as like a big gossip and a flirt. Hmm. And she's always trying to wrangle something for herself. Right. And- Chloe Sevigny plays her her friend who she keeps going back to and and they use that as like a plot device the two of them talk about the overview of everything and oh. then they go back into the setting she's in and it's kind of it's interesting the way they do it and the way they film it and the there's some you know like I said there's some lively Jane Austen uh dialogue and also you know, hijinks, a lot of hijinks that happen. Oh, like, yeah. It almost feels more like a Balzac thing rather than a Jane Austen thing. It's very light. It's not as intelligent as other Jane Austen films.
1: OK. Um,
0: But it was a bit of a snooze. I think that people who are fans of Austen will like it. I would if I had to give it a score, I think I would give it a 7.5 just because I don't think it executed on the material as well as it could have yeah and it dragged a bit for me i found myself really kind of bored in the beginning and trying to sort of make sense i, I feel like this the plot and the story idea of this lady susan and beckinsale is great yeah i'm never hugely a fan of chloe seven yeah seven whatever the fuck her name is yeah like she's okay but i felt like she dragged it down a little oh yeah and I feel like it could have been, it rests on Kate Beckinsale, I feel like it could have been a better film in the hands of maybe a different director.
1: Oh. So
0: I'd give it a 7.5. What would you give Turtles?
1: Like 4.5. Wow. Yeah. I mean, because to be honest, I went in with not a lot of expectations. I Mm -hmm. went to a matinee on a Saturday Saturday. You had a free pass. I'll go see the turtles just because I'll show up and see it. And even then, I was disappointed. Mm. And I really thought, with the addition of these classic characters, you know, that they introduced, I'm like, oh, that can't be that bad. They got. The characters from the cartoon, I didn't think they'd even bring those guys back and right. how they would do it. And they did it wrong. <laughs> they did Bummer. it. And they didn't do it right. And the script sucked. It was really like paint-by-numbers script. And a lot of the plot devices were like almost like... A child's video game. And, like, granted, it is directed towards children, mm-hmm. but it's like, it might as well say on the tracking device, like, bad guy near kind of thing. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, it's so dumb. And Megan Fox sucks. And yeah. Tyler Perry was in it as Baxter Stockman. Oh, no. He's supposed to play this, like, mad scientist that. Uh, Doesn't he have a
0: spin off? Car- isn't there a spin off in the comics? Of Doesn't what? he have his own. Who? the Tyler Perry, character
1: oh baxter yeah. stockman well he's from the comic books and right. he turns into a mutant you're yeah, right and that and doesn't happen in this movie but the way it's left he's like oh you haven't seen the last of me oh no so there's gonna be a part three where baxter stockman turns in and basically baxter stockman is like the fly with jeff goldblum ah uh, that's right himself, he's
0: the fly
1: okay he's a giant mutant fly it okay was like an evil mastermind right. but they don't do that in this one but it, you know regardless yeah like 4.5 when All it gets right. to the German. Conclusion and the big stop, and they even they had to the check the technodrome like their stuff. They like went in and mm-hmm. pulled out all of the right shit and just didn't do it right. That's Bummer. such a cool story. At least it was when I was a kid, and yeah, just some stuff
0: st- needs to stay where it is, where
1: it was. Yeah. And Will nets in it; it's really hacky, and
0: he can be hacky. He can, he can be, be really little, funny yeah, he, he really, can be hacky, kind of
1: hacky. And like just t- doing this role is kind of hacky, man. Like Bummer. what the fuck, man good paycheck good for you Will Arnett
0: yeah (laughs) alright well so Love and Friendship 7.5 and Ninja
1: Turtles 4.5 bummer bullshit 0.5